Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to a flash briefing from MLive with your host, Jessica Shepard. This is Michigan News from MLive for Thursday, September 10th, and I'm Jessica Shepard. Yes, high school athletes must wear masks when competing. Coronavirus cases at Grand Valley State surpass all other Michigan universities, and a major Lake Michigan tributary has been removed from a polluted site list. Michigan high school athletes in football, soccer, and volleyball will need to continue wearing face coverings, even during the heat of competition. That's the latest word from Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who on Wednesday signed Executive Order 180, which clarifies mandates on face coverings for organized sports during training, practice, and competition. The new order states that a face covering must be worn at all times by athletes unless they can maintain six feet of social distance. So those in football, soccer, and volleyball, sports that just returned this week, will need to wear face coverings at all times. Cross-country, golf, and tennis can go without masks if they can stay apart. Swimmers are the only exception to any coverings. On Tuesday, the Michigan High School Athletic Association announced that game officials for outdoor and indoor sports would not be required to wear face coverings when in active participation and carrying out their duties. Grand Valley State University has the highest number of active coronavirus cases among all universities in Michigan, new data shows. The school of about 28,000 students has reported a total of 394 active cases in students, faculty, and staff as of Tuesday, September 8th, according to the university's COVID-19 data dashboard. That's more than triple the 123 total cases that were reported just one week earlier. Data shows 90% of the university's positive cases are in off-campus students, near-campus students, or those who live within a mile of campus make up 212 of the university's positive cases. Other students, or those who live further than a mile from campus, make up 144 cases. There have been 35 on-campus students who tested positive for COVID-19, as well as two staff members and one faculty member, data shows. Grand Valley's updated case count makes it the public university with the most active COVID-19 cases in the state right now. Other universities like Michigan State, Central Michigan, and Western Michigan have reported less than 200 positive cases. A river that marks the border between Michigan and Wisconsin has been removed from a federal list of heavily polluted sites in Great Lakes waters, although it continues to have contamination issues with toxic fluorochemicals. Michigan and Wisconsin officials joined the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency in announcing last week that the Lower Menominee River has been delisted as a Great Lakes area of concern following more than three decades of cleanup. The river joins Deer Lake in Marquette County and White Lake in Muskegon County as the third Great Lake AOC site to be delisted since the international program was created in 1987. Three miles of the Lower Menominee River, which separates Marinette, Wisconsin, and Menominee, Michigan, were designated as a toxic hotspot due to sediment contaminated by arsenic from herbicide manufacturing. The EPA says delisting work cost $170 million in federal, state, local, and private funding. You can always find the latest news from across Michigan at MLive.com. 
Our audio briefing is taking a long weekend and will return Monday, September 14th. Thanks for listening and have a great day.